Hey, welcome to Hot Takes. I'm your host, James Scott, here to analyze anything and everything interesting. Let's dig into today's topics. Let's go. Let's go. Holidays are over. All right. So, you know, I I, I just got to say, I'm glad I got all this cool stuff in my house and we can get right back to baseball, which is what everybody wants. Hope you guys are doing great out there. James and Chris here. James and Chris, Chris and James. We have an episode today. It's fairly brief as these types of episodes go. Usually we go on forever with this type of stuff. But most of the trade targets have been gotten. Uh, the trade market is 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 scant. It barely exists right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Reynolds seems to be the biggest name out there. Um, but everybody signed everybody's gotten traded. All of that stuff has happened. Okay. So I feel comfortable now coming in here and giving y'all my predictions for the playoff picture for next year. Now, before we jump in real quick, Chris, I think I talked to you about this the other day. We have to go over last year's predictions. Mm -hmm. Last year in the West, the national league West, I had the Padres over the Dodgers, and the Dodgers handedly beat the Padres. I will take that loss because both teams made the playoffs. Uh, While I had the Padres over the Dodgers since both made the playoffs, and I had both making the playoffs, I'll give myself partial credit there. Definitely not an A plus or an A even, maybe a B minus, something along those lines. Um, In the Central... I had the Cardinals and the Brewers right there with each other. I believe, just to be completely fair, I believe I had the Brewers over the Cardinals. I think. Um, I believe you did. I had both making the playoffs. So on one side, once again, it flip-flopped. So partial credit, B-minus, if you will. Uh, If you want to go real harsh, you want to give me a C-plus on both of those, uh, okay, I, I still both made the playoffs on both of those. Um, so now let's go to the National League East. I said it was going to be Braves. Then I said it was going to be Mets because that was an unpopular thing to say at the time. And then I had the Phillies in third. And I had the Phillies making the playoffs. And they came in that order. And they all made the playoffs. So I got to give myself A plus there because not only did I have it in the right order, but all three teams made the playoffs. So B minus, B minus, A plus. Going to the American League in the West, I said it was going to be, uh, I believe I said it was going to be the Astros, but the Mariners were going to make it close. The Mariners didn't particularly make it close. The Astros ran away with it again. But it did come in the order that I thought it was going to come in. And I believe I said that if the Mariners did the right things, that they could stand a chance at beating the Astros this year. I said it was going to be one more year until, you know, they were at that point. Um, And we'll get around to whether they're at that point at this point, but let's continue on. Um, I think I'll give myself an A minus there because even though I did get it in the right order, it wasn't as close as I said it was going to be. So while I was right, I was wrong about how the separation between those teams. Um, 
So yeah, I'll give myself an A minus then. Um, in the central, I remember saying that it was going to be the White Sox. And it very clearly wasn't the White Sox. Um, White Sox didn't even make the playoffs. So I'm going to give myself a F there because none of the teams in the division, I said, were going to make the playoffs. And also at the same time, White Sox didn't come close. They didn't come close at all. So I'll give myself a full-on F there. And in the American League East, I said it was going to be clearly the Yankees and that the Blue Jays, the Rays, and the Red Sox were going to be fairly interchangeable and that the Blue Jays could finish as far down, depending on what happens in the year, as fourth place. Well, the Red Sox had a whole bunch of injuries and they made some trades because there were some guys on expiring contracts. So they couldn't really, uh, they weren't really exactly at their best to be able to uh, face down those two other teams. The Rays, they had a lot go wrong. They had a whole bunch of young players that they thought were going to produce who uh, didn't. And the Blue Jays were the worst that we've seen them over the last few years. But still, nonetheless, that was enough to beat those other teams. So while the Blue Jays didn't end up finishing in third or fourth, I was right about the Yankees being clear-cut ahead. So that's another spot where I'm going to give myself maybe a B minus because I was very right about the Yankees, but I'm not going to be able to give myself a B plus a B or, or anything in the A's because the blue Jays did do a lot better than I thought that they were going to. I thought they were going to be third or fourth. Um, and even though I did say that those three teams, depending on the year that they would have would be interchangeable. I, I still don't think that that is, if you're going to make a prediction, you can't say interchangeable. You have to select an order. And I had the Blue Jays farther down than they finished in. So altogether, if we're looking at which teams made the playoffs, did the Blue Jays make the playoffs? Yes. Did the Yankees make the playoffs? Yes. Did the Mariners make the playoffs? Yes. Did the Astros make the playoffs? Yes. Was, was I right about the White Sox? No. Was I right about the uh, Twins? No. So I was right about of the six teams in the American League, four of them. In the National League, I was right about all, all of them. I was right about the Padres. I was right about the Dodgers. Both made the playoffs. Mets made the playoffs. Braves made the playoffs. Phillies made the playoffs. Uh, Cardinals made the playoffs. Um, I, 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 I got to say, though, I thought that the Brewers were going to do a lot better than they did. So um, while I did get the teams right in the National League, I did have the Brewers making the playoffs uh, over the Cardinals. So that's where I was wrong. That being said, of the 12 teams that made the playoffs, I was right about the Dodgers. I was right about the Padres. I was right about the Braves, the Mets, the Phillies. I was right about the Mariners. I was right about the Astros. I was right about the Yankees. I was right about the Blue Jays. So of the 12 playoff teams, I was right about nine of them. And I also said before the year that there was only like three teams that could win the World Series. I said it was the Yankees, 
said it was the Astros, and I believe I said it was the Braves. And the Astros ended up winning. Um, so I'd like to say that that still goes on my record as a pretty good year. Um, before the season saying that these are, these are going to be the 12 teams being right about nine of them. And before the season saying that one of these three teams will win the World Series and one of the three teams does. I think that's pretty good. But we're going to try and top ourselves next year. And that brings me into what my predictions are for this season. I'm going to run it back with my predictions for the American League Central, and I'm going to run it back with my predictions for the National League West. I know that I said the White Sox were going to win the Central. They didn't. I know I said the Padres were going to win the West. They didn't. I think both things happened this year. I'm going to run it back with them. I'm going to trust my guns. Um, I'm going to say next year. Things are going to, you know, the, the teams are going to be healthy, you know. Uh, next year, you know, the the White Sox, they got Sosa coming up. They got Colas. They got Benintendi. I think all of these things and being able to move Jimenez out of defense in the outfield and moving him to DH, uh, I think that all of those things plus health for the White Sox roster uh, and progression for their youth will not just make up for Abreu, but – they're going to be much better. They're going to have lineup depth. They're going to have lefties. They're going to have righties. Um, losing a Brave, like a Brave is an elite hitter. Well, that's tough. However, they're able to take a DH who has injury issues out of left field and actually put him at DH. If he's healthy, if Jimenez is healthy for the full year, which he has a, sh- a shot to, and if Vaughn is hitting righties and lefties, which again, he should next year, both of those guys coming into their prime. That by itself should make up for Abreu. So Cola's coming along for right field, Sosa coming along for second base, and having uh, Benintendi come in for left field. I think all of those things, maybe even a better year out of Mancata, those things are going to cement the White Sox at first place. They're going to have Clevenger this year coming back from Tommy John. He was an ace before that. They have Dylan Cease. They have Lance Lynn. They have a, a, a full rotation of guys who should be above average, as well as they still have that you know incredibly deep and dangerous bullpen. So for me, White Sox are clearly going to be in first. The Guardians are going through growth. Most of their hitters have problems with regards to expected statistics, but are good in terms of like scouting reports. So I think they're going to go through a year of growth. That's why the Guardians are dropping back. The Twins don't have enough pitching uh, and not enough pitching combined with offense to get close to the White Sox. Whereas if we're looking at the West with the Dodgers and the Padres, the Dodgers have half of a lineup. And in that half of the lineup, they have guys like Gavin Lux, who's not a for sure thing. He's very young. His expected slugging percentage was well under 400. Um and, you know, he's not a good defender. He really doesn't have a spot. If he doesn't hit, he's not going to be a factor. Uh, they have J.D. Martinez, who is starting to come back down to earth. He's like 37 years old, so that makes sense. Um, those two guys I don't think are going to be uh, enough to account for the fact that, um, like, outside of that, they have Will Smith, they have Mookie Betts, they have Freddie Freeman. But they, 
they're missing also half of their own lineup. They they are missing multiple outfielders. They put Mookie Betts in, in center field. They're missing a left fielder and a right fielder. They have Freeman at first. They have, uh, Will Smith at catcher. Um, it, it's it's looking like uh, Gavin Lux is going to be their second baseman. J.D. Martinez is going to be their DH, but they don't have a shortstop and they don't have a third baseman. So they're missing two outfielders and the entire left side of their infield while also getting questionable performance from DH and questionable performance from second base. That's the Dodgers right now. The Dodgers have a lot of money, a lot of money, and their payroll is lower than it's been in a long time. So could they spend and fix their issues? 100%. But as things stand, Tatis is going to be in the big leagues before June. They have Soto for the full year. They just got Xander Bogarts, even with his troubling expected statistics. They still added Xander Bogarts. They have Manny Machado all year. I think that that group, plus the fact that they have three aces in the rotation and an absolutely dominant bullpen, I think that that group is going to take the West over what the Dodgers have. The Dodgers can figure out the left side of the infield, then that's great. But getting a workable shortstop and third baseman is a lot harder than it looks. And even if they did that, they'd still need two outfielders. So Dodgers are going to make the playoffs, no doubt. But I think the Padres are taking that division. I'm going to run it back with that division. I'm running it back with the AL Central. Now we're getting into the rest. Do I think that the Yankees are going to come in first again? Yeah, duh. You know, the, the, it's not like the Blue Jays have uh, upgraded their roster enough uh, to take us on. Uh, the Blue Jays certainly uh, have a more well-rounded roster uh, than I've seen them have in a long time. But despite the fact that they're now more well-rounded, their expected statistics across their roster are significantly worse than they were last year. So while they're going to be more effective in different situations, they're not going to hit as good as they did last year. Uh, they might have some, some actual issues when it comes to hitting in general. That being said, they're still, they still have enough studs and enough balancing talent, as well as the fact that they added yet another good starting pitcher to their rotation that they are clearly in the playoffs and in the right situations could go really far in the playoffs. So funny enough, I'm also running it back with the American League East. I'm going with the, the Yankees and I'm going with the Blue Jays. And I don't think another team in that division makes the playoffs. In the American League West, I'm going with the Astros again in first. I'm going with the Mariners again in second. However, the new team heading into uh, my playoff predictions in the American League, whereas I'm running it back with the White Sox. They didn't enter the playoffs last year. I'm running it back with them. They're going to make it this year. Um, the Rangers are going to make it as the second wild card. They added so much pitching this offseason, and they have so many guys who are hitters who are coming up who they're just going to be able to give roles to. Um, I think that when you combine the talent of Seager without the shift, the fact that Semyon is a good enough hitter with his base running and defense to be a catalyst. They have uh, Nate Lowe, who hit like five baseballs over 450 feet this last year and is putting up fantastic statistics. 
uh, on the year in total, middle of the order type guy. Um, I think that they may have like one or two spots in that batting order that they really need to fix. Um, but when you've added the number of starting pitchers or are promoting or already have the number of starting pitchers that they have, you're going to be able to build basically an entire bullpen of former starting pitchers, which is, you know, from what we, we, we now know the best relievers are former starters. So the amount of pitching that the Rangers could have could be insanely significant. In fact, significant enough that the fact that they are still maybe missing two hitters in that lineup, it's going to be workable enough to make the playoffs. If they make a couple of moves in season, they might go farther than that. Um, so the Rangers I have as a second wild card team, uh, meaning there's three teams in the American League West that'd be making the playoffs. Um, and that's entering a year. We can now say that in the American League, at least from my studies, the most di- dangerous division in the American League is not the American League East right now. It's the West. And that's very rare. Usually the most dangerous team in the entire uh, division in the entire American League is, is the East. They call it the American League Beast. Uh, they call it that for a reason. They've been calling that in, in the daily news since like the 90s. Um, but this is going to be the rare year where the West is actually better. Maybe not one through five, but one through three, a hundred percent. So American League, Yankees, Blue Jays, White Sox, Astros, Mariners, Rangers. That's my playoff picture. Nationally, we have the Padres and the Dodgers. In the Central, I'm going with the Cardinals this year. They added Wilson Contreras, which is a major upgrade over Yadier Molina, a catcher, middle-of-the-order hitter to join uh, Arenado and Goldschmidt. Uh, They added Montgomery. They lost Bader Shore. But they already have a top-of-the-order the type guy who's an elite defender in Edmund. Uh, Carlson's been making some in, insane throws from center field. He was a top prospect. He's still like 23 years old. They have Jordan Walker coming up from the minors probably about mid-year. Saw him in the Arizona Fall League. He is a true 30-homer threat. He's likely going to be in right field. They have Nolan Gorman, who's already big league ready. He's going to have to go through a bit of an adjustment period, but he's got like middle-of-the-order power. They have Alec Burleson, who's your typical Cardinals player, where he's super polished, has one really good year, and then you're going to want to trade him because he'll be basically league average after that. They have a full lineup of guys who are either middle-of-the-order big leaguers, top-of-the-order big leaguers, guys who are adjusting to the big leagues who have played multiple seasons there and are very young, or guys who are top prospects ready to contribute immediately. So I have the Cardinals... Look, if the, Blue, if, the, if the Brewers go out there and they get a stud third baseman and they get a stud second baseman, maybe we can talk. But given all the, the, the talent that the Cardinals have graduated this year and are graduating next year, plus the additions of Contreras and Montgomery mid-year, um, I think it's very clear. Very clear they're going to win their division. In the East, I'm, I'm going to run it back again, except while it is the same three teams – I'm going to have the Mets in first place. I'm going to have the Braves in second place. I'm going to have the Phillies in third place. And that's my playoff picture. National League, Mets, Braves, Phillies, Cardinals, Padres, Dodgers. And just to run it back real quick, 
because that's the word apparently of the day, the term of the day. Yankees, Blue Jays, White Sox, Astros, Mariners, Rangers for the American League. And that's what we got. That's the playoff predictions. Let's go. Let's go. Like Let's and subscribe. go. Like and, and subscribe. We'll you, and we'll see you on the next one.